toilet. Here we go. It's a sandwich full of fist. I am Keith, the Robo Duke. Welcome to We Talk Games Arcade Weekly. I am joined this week by my always close compatriot, Chris Nikobun. You really overestimate our closeness every time, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's not like I'm in... Uh I've already forgot the name of the place where they found seven planets, none of which we will ever get to. Nope, uh, it's not like you're in Galway either, so... True that, true that. You are close. We're all close here on the internet, Chris. It's a new age, and I'm pretty sure, because we're so close, uh, I know that Chris is also a fan of 90s fighting games, as I was growing up in that age, correct? I lived on that shit. Uh, I lived in the quarter line. That's where I was raised. That's where I was bred on the mean streets of not being good at any of them, but <laughs> it's not like it stopped me. No, it didn't stop any of us. There weren't a lot of arcades around me at that time. There was one at a local mall, but when you can't get there yourself, you know, when you don't get a license until you're out of high school and almost 18 years old, you don't really get to go driving around to all the arcades. So with me, it would always be vacations and stuff like that, going to Six Flags on high school trips and playing Dark Stalkers, which obviously must have been set on the lowest difficulty because we were able to play through it with every single character just so we could see their endings in the day and probably didn't ride a single roller coaster because that's the kind of inside nerd I was <laughs> in high school. I still enjoyed roller coasters, but, you know, given the chance to spend all day playing through that. And, uh, man, there was a really weird spawn arcade game, I remember, too, that was like a, a third-person versus or co-op game but we don't need to worry about that that happens much much later than kaiser knuckle uh, yeah you're it sounds like your childhood sucked i mean well i skipped uh amusement park shit too but um let's see there were two arcades at the uh, the one mall for a while i don't want to name malls i want you stalking my my stomping grounds but uh yeah we had two two at that mall i think there was one at the other mall there was one at the mall that i actually ended up uh, in the area where I ended up moving to before high school was out. So, yeah, I had my fair share, plus uh, where my friend lived. They had SNK machines at, like, seven different places in this town. The one at the 7-Eleven, uh, which usually had Aero Fighters 2 rocking on that one. Uh, there was one, yeah, there was a Samurai Showdown uh, 2 machine at the uh, totally not sketchy and totally legit, not bootleg movies with black and white grayscale covers and beeper place that totally wasn't a front for drugs or anything. Yeah, they had that going. And we, we hung out there a lot. Nice. Uh, we, uh, you know, there were Neo Geo machines, I feel like, in every pizza place around oh, yeah. here, though. Yeah. 
they always did have those. There's actually a place called Vito's that always had a, uh, I think it was just a two. I think it just had two games in it. I'm just thinking of like a real proper arcade you would go to. It, it seemed in 94 up into the year 2000 was the very waning days when arcades most of the time were, oh, we have a machine in a pizza place or we have this arcade at a theme park. And even nowadays you go to theme parks, it's very rare that you find an arcade with a lot of uh, stuff like this because uh, kids were betting illegally and it, it caused a, a bad crowd to show up. I, at least I know that was what I always heard was the reason they closed the arcade at my local mall. That's why they closed one of the two at the one mall. Well, that and, again, drugs for real this time. I was never sure if any of that was actually going on at my local mall, but it's a shame it did close down because it's uh, actually the one Brian Singer hung out at, which inspired the arcade scene and the, the mall scene in uh, X-Men Apocalypse, which was cut out of the final film. Anyway, so they spent so. all this time recreating this arcade to look like the one from his youth, and it didn't even make it into the final cut of the movie. Money well spent. Just like every fucking quarter, you will pump into this game to try to get anywhere in Kaiser Knuckle by Taito. So how about we jump so, into that? Yeah, did we, yeah, did we, did we, we finally named the game? Good. We did. I Good. think I've said it a couple times. I, okay, maybe I missed it. I'm sorry. I'm feeling old. You've been beat to death if you can even get to the general in this game, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, is that the guy with like the insurance commercials or whatever? <laughs> the, I thought he sold cars or rugs or something. I yeah, I don't even know. I just know he has those CGI commercials that everybody loves. Yeah, I'm thinking of the Carpet Emperor. That's who I'm thinking of. But as I've said in between us waxing about our youths, this is a fighting game. you got eight-way joystick. It's got six buttons. you got a low, a medium, and a high punch. A low, a medium, and a high kick. Very similar. As is tradition. Yeah, yes. Do not break from such things. There will always be three. Uh, As is shamelessly ganked from pretty much every other fighting game except Mortal Kombat at the time. And if you were Neo Geo, because most of those were only four-button fighting games. True to what led to get us getting fisted by the Kaiser Knuckle. <laughs> Quite a few games, actually. I know my list obviously would be different if Wiggly was here. He's got the real deep, deep knowledge. That man knows what's up. But as far as I know, for my making mechanics for Kaiser Knuckle 1994, you start with Karateka. By Jordan Mechner for the Apple II in 1984. As we often do. Yeah, that's where you often got to start with fighting games. More specifically for this game, because one of the characters is a karateka, or a practicer of a karate. So right after that, we have Karate Champ from Data East in 1984. One of my favorite games, actually. I'm a big, big fan of that arcade game. I know a lot of people hate on it, but only twin-stick fighting game. Is that the one with the, like the white guy and the red guy? Mm-hmm. White guy, red oh, okay. guy. Okay, I played the NES one a lot. I think the twin joysticks really don't work that well, especially on a lot of machines I've encountered in the wild, because kids just grab them and jiggle them around and ruin it. Karate Champ works a lot better, I find, when you are emulating it, as we have to do with most of these games, using a controller, because you could map it to the twin sticks on like a PS4, or what I like to do is just map the directions to the buttons, and then you have to press the combinations for the diagonals and whatnot using your D-pad and a four-button setup. But a Karate Champ, great game. Next, Yi R Kung Fu from Konami in 1985. I know there were other one-on-one games, but I'm really trying to stick with the karate kung fu theme 
that we have going on here uh, as it evolved. Then we have, of course, the big one, the biggest influencer, not the best version, uh, Street Fighter from Capcom in 1987. And then there's a big jump because obviously the first Street Fighter is not the big hit everyone remembers. The biggest hit was Street Fighter 2 by Capcom in 1981. This is where it all begins. Well, not begins because we started. 81? Or 91. Sorry, I said 81. Wow, I'm off. Yeah, apparently they went back in time and reversed the series on us. Went back 10 years. Can you imagine if Street Fighter 2 came out in 1981? Where we would be right now? No, I cannot. We'd be in Trump's fourth, uh, you know, presidency. Anyway, that made no sense. Street Fighter 2 by Capcom 1991. Also that same year, Fatal Fury by SNK 1991. Those are very big influences. Yeah, those are the dynasties. Those were the dynasties. Yeah, this is where it all begins. 1991, not 81. 1991 is where it all starts. And then the next uh, three games, the other three I have in the making mechanics, specifically for Kaiser Knuckle, is World Heroes by SNK in 1992, World Heroes 2 from SNK in 1993, and Samurai Showdown, SNK 1993 like to uh, just point out that this came out in 1994. Definitely a product of its time. It is a product of all the other products of its time. I'm just going to start going down a list and I can mention whether or not Kaiser Knuckle borrowed anything from any of these. So 1994 in fighting games. Not all of these are arcade, but most of them were. We have Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yes, they used it. Killer Instinct. They kind of used it. King of Fighters, 94. I think they might... Yeah, they used a little bit of it. Shaq Fu. Okay, no. Uh, well, actually, kind of visually, there was that mummy guy, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all in that fighting game zeitgeist, but uh, continue. Yeah, Samurai Showdown 2, 1994. Primal Rage, 1994. I'm not familiar with Battle K Road, so I can't really uh, wedge that one in there. Or Aggressors of Dark Combat, although that's a cool name. X-Men Children of the Atom. 1994. Virtual Fighter 2, 1994. I believe the first Tekken was 1994. Yes, it was. I was going to bring uh, that up as yeah. well. Brutal Paws of Fury, 1994. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I dig deep. So Brutal Paws of Fury was a sign of like, I think we're taking this too far, guys. No. No? <laughs> uh, Darkstalkers the Night Warriors, 1994. Fighters History Dynamite, 1994. Balls 3D, <laughs> 1994. Oh, and there's Kaiser Knuckle, 1994. That's just the start of the list. It goes on. There's uh, One Must Fall in 2097. Uh, there's, some, there's some gems. Wow. That yeah, was a busy year, though. And uh, yeah, um, as I was saying, Kaiser Knuckle kind of borrows from pretty much all of them. Yeah, all of the games I mentioned borrows from, but a lot of sequels to those games were coming out that same year. I would say Kaiser Knuckle came a little late in the game of the 2D fighters. That is our making mechanics. Let's get into the game proper. Kaiser Knuckle is a complete ripoff of Street Fighter. It's a game about a tournament all these people are invited to participate in. They're all fighters from all over the world. Do they know why they're there? No. Do we know what the purpose is? Not at all, actually. (laughs) Pretty sure Chris and I probably hit a wall around the same spot, which is a Battle 3, Battle 4, as it usually is in arcade games. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I didn't make it that far. What? Did you go into settings and uh, change it to easy? No. Wow. Did you go into settings and turn the blood on? 
I didn't go into settings. I oh, probably should have. I, should. Did, I did this thing where I go in blind, completely blind. I didn't have a move list and kind of just fudge around until I can make something happen. And in most cases, if you do that in real life or do that yourself, you will um, get about one round in on any given character and then get your ass handed to you. That's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I learned the lesson, but I learned that lesson eight or nine times. It was. I still had. So I guess you could call it fun. You could have but, fun with this game. Yeah, it's it's not okay. It's not great, but like I can't even remember any of these characters' names. Like I can, I can remember them in my head. So you have options here. I'll run them down real quick. A standard spectrum of various fighting tropes kind mm-hmm. of mishmashed together. Like yep. they even like there were. I'm pretty sure there were characters that were a mix of the whole like charge down, charge back thing. Or, but they would mix that in with some quarter circle moves. There, so, like, I do have the move everywhere. list here, and I have looked at it. Sadly, it's a Japanese move list, so I don't know whether the buttons are punch and kick. So while I was playing, I was kind of experimenting with it. It seems like they do keep it divided between charge characters and uh, roll character, I guess, or whatever you you would you would call that fireball characters. Tries to do its own thing with a couple of those moves, though, and some of them are just really ridiculous. I find with me, if you don't just stick to rolls and directions and you start doing these, like, we'll do a quarter circle forward and then diagonally back and up, you know, any kind of move that involves a diagonal direction upward, I always just tend to jump and not do the move. Yeah, I think that comes from the uh, the SNK end of things. They always got kind of weird with their inputs and uh... They did, and this tries to to blend the two with... It blends everything! It's yeah, it like, puts everything together. It's the ninja of blenders, of games, of... It's just... It's just a mess. It's, 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 a, it's a smoothie where you bought all of the add-ons, and then Flavor Country is just gray. It's... A, it doesn't work. Well, it looks great, and I think the presentation behind this game is actually really, really good. Uh, yeah. The characters are just bland pastiches, as, as you They're mentioned. They're pastiches, but they all look okay. Like I, I really love how they bring up the portrait, and then when you start the match, they just kind of explode. Like There's a lightning bolt, and then they explode, and then you see their full character. I, I thought that was kind of cute, even though all of them are like... The one girl, her head is too big, and like everybody's face looks weird. Anyway, let's. Uh, I'll go. I'll, let me go through the character list so we know who we're talking about here. Uh-huh. You've got a hero protagonist who can't wear a shirt properly. Kazuya. He's basic. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can go through the real names. I can't remember them. You go through their pastiches, and I'll give their names. He's Ryu, but he's got like the stomach wrappings too, and the guy who can't wear a shirt. He properly. is the karateka. Yeah. He is the karate dude with those cool wooden shoes that I can't remember the name of, that Samurai Jack wears. They're called Geita. There you go. I knew you'd know it. Then you've got a sword girl who looks like she's out of Fire Emblem, kind of. Li Hua. She looks like a Samurai Showdown character or like a Soul Blade character before Soul Blade. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that Mm -hmm. with the boots and the, the skirts. Mm-mm. I got her sword to work like once. Yeah, her moves are a little weird. She does have some neat comboing super moves that where you can do a couple slices with her sword. A couple of That's these characters the are built somewhat okay, but when fighting the computer, the computer is where this falls apart. But Yeah, you've got Bartz, not the one from... Actually, I do remember his name because he was the Great White Hype. But he's not the same as Butts from Final Fantasy. He's, well, he is basically generic meat in both cases, but blonde... He's got a jacket, I think. He's the Terry Bogard ripoff. 
Oh yeah, okay. He's got like the sleeveless jacket. He's got a headband. He's got feathered blonde hair. He literally has like the crack shoot, like jump kick thing. He is just a blatant Ken Terry Bogard mashup, but he's much more Terry Bogard. While yeah. Bart's does have just like shoots a ball for an energy thing. Uh, the next character, Wu Long, who is the Bruce Lee ripoff, who actually he's has fail, this. Yeah, he's Bruce Lee, Fei Long, Kung Fu Chow Mein Al. That's 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 yeah. his deal. He has the and scars on his face, just like Bruce Lee in that in Enter the Dragon. Yeah, and so he's it's got like, what the, if Bruce Lee from that movie got old? I guess. Yeah, and he's got that ground bullet thing going on, which is that reminded me of Terry Bogard. The interesting thing, though, I'm sure it's not interesting because Wu Long is probably just a chinese name that exists his name is wulong but this is before lei wulong existed in tekken but this guy also has a guy named kazuya which is the name of the main character in tekken illuminati man the connections Kazuya is not that uncommon a name in japan i know I'm and probably neither it's... is wulong in china but i'm just i mean at the same time the whole kaiser knuckle tournament is basically a knockoff, or feels like a knockoff of the King of Iron Fist. So, maybe, but no. But both came out the same year. While this has, like, a summer date, when I was trying to nail it down, it has, like, a July, June date for the arcade game, while Tekken in the arcades didn't come out till December. So this is... Maybe this was the origin. Yeah, this is where Kazuya comes just, from, and where Lei Long comes from. Yeah, maybe they were just developed at the same time, and nobody cares. Then you've got Lisa or Liza. I wasn't sure which way that was pronounced. I think it's Liza. Actually, I just saw the... It's yeah, Tam Tam. It's Tam Tam and Nakaruru rolled into one. Yep. Samurai Showdown characters. Though this came out the same year as Samurai Showdown 2. Yeah. So, Jungle Girls were the hot thing then. To be fair, Japan has always enjoyed a Jungle Girl. That's true. Think of uh, Jungle Waitsimo, you know, just a whole anime about people living in the jungle like it's See, nothing. I was going to go, like, before this and not, you know, a decade later than oh, this. Oh, that's with, true. Um, the the Hollywaitsimo. Bloom. Bloom or Yatsura. That's basically the same outfit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But she's a goblin or something? or She's, a, she's an Oni. Oni, that's well, the word. I, I think she's also an alien, but she's... She's got the Odin horns. Anyway. Yeah, it's a Japanese on. thing. She's from Brazil, like Blanca. Yes. And she also will bite your face, like Blanca. Or send her killer monkey after you, or her parrot, or her cockatoo, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you've got Boggy, who, I, I love Boggy as a concept. He's a breakdancer. But he's got the MC Hammer shoulder pads and just the weird pads going on. His stage is the best. He's got fly girls. It's amazing. I could not get my head around how to play him, but... I think I got, like, one of his moves to work. Every character has three specials, and then they have a desperation, you know, superpower meter move. Uh, just wanted to get that out of the way, since I kept mentioning moves. When you do your special moves, you know, your fireballs, your uppercuts, and stuff like that, you can use low, medium, or high, or you can use medium and high together at the same time. Yeah. So there I are think four different versions also... of every special move. But... Yeah, I think some moves actually had a combo of, like, punch and kick at the same time oh i didn't even realize that if it wasn't but yeah there. there were some moves you needed to do that for which was I, interesting so we had boggy the break dancing yeah. guy which i think they just call like a dance master in the game or something that just sounds fucking cool yeah king dance number one or something i don't know and then you got a uh, a ninja a tori hanzo i mean gecko yeah yeah uh he throws ninja stars He's a cheese master when you fight the computer as him. 
he was one of the ones I actually got to a second uh, fight with, so there's that. You've got uh, White TJ Combo. Jim McCoy, what a guy. Also, third American character in the game. Actually, yeah. But yeah, he's a boxer. He's got like the whole sweats under the shorts thing, which drives me nuts. I hate that. I don't know why. It's just weird. It's a Rocky thing, isn't it? Didn't Rocky do that or yeah, something? Yeah, true that, true that. But it doesn't really have the hoodie going. But yeah, he's but, like but all he's a charge out. character, too, just like TJ Combo or exactly. Balrog and Bison, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, and then you've got a German zombie guy. Like <laughs> He's so he's, he's German, but his name is Marco. I'm not going to judge his name. Yeah, but he is, he is, yeah, he's basically zombie wrapped head guy. He is your quintessential for each character that they put in every fighting game. Street Ball Blanca. Blanca's the freak character in that, but in this they make it a cute jungle girl. You have Genan in Samurai Showdown, creepy goblin guy with the big claw. It's it's a quintessential thing. Like, or uh, later on in fighting games, Uh, Baldo. Baldo, yeah, my boy. Baldo, Marco. Mm hmm. Mm. Then there's three boss characters I didn't get to see. How about you? I didn't know they existed. <laughs> Apparently, there's a guy named Gonzalez from Russia. Once again, great naming conventions. Uh, he uses judo. There's Azteca, who's an Aztec warrior from Mexico. And then there is General, who's the sponsor of this tournament, and no one knows why. He's your M. Bison ripoff. Yeah, and he's got the most general name, oddly enough. Go figure. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> wow. There's a cast of characters. Three we didn't even get to see, though I have read there is a version of Kaiser Knuckle where you can play as those characters and they are unlocked. So they do exist somewhere. I love the idea of Gonzalez, the descriptions of him. He's a judo guy, but he just has the judo gi and he's just wearing a kunsin cap as well i guess it's probably dushanka so that's that's how you know he's russian is the hat the- oh yeah he's got the big furry hat going on yeah yeah but oh actually i am incorrect uh the game never did exist it was planned to be released later in the same year uh, as again a game called Dankuga, and uh they just dumped the rom later on so like it only allowed you to play the first two bosses gonzalez and azteca you were not able to play as the general characters are kind of cool but they are all just pastiches as we mentioned they're just different versions of other fighting game characters you've already come to know and love and this is the same year as x-men children of the atom where the second wave of fighting games begins i believe yeah, this is not too far ahead of a Street Fighter Alpha Zero, whatever, uh, hitting the scene as well. So yeah, so this is yeah, really close to the turn of like we can make these games look even better. We can add crazier, bigger super moves into these games. That this game does uh, have a big power moves, while they are also very difficult to pull off. And honestly, kind of pointless. I mean, they're unblockable. If you get it in, but it's like, um, whatever. It doesn't even do that much damage. No, I've actually had a character literally low punch me in the face and stop me from doing a super move. That too, easily counted. It's just mediocre. Mediocre. Yeah, it's mediocre. The computer will just kick you in the dick, especially using throwing moves, because throwing moves take oh, yeah. off about a quarter of your life. And can cut through almost anything, and the computer hates you yeah well you know a great strategy i like to use in fighting games against computers or usually in a lot of games is if you get someone to the ground and you have a cool uppercut move or something you get near their body and as they get up you uppercut them or hit them no the computer will literally pop up and grab you yep it's mean and even when you know you played it on normal so you got how many fights in nine characters one each 
two rounds. So eleven. Eleven. Oh, you played eleven rounds of the game. Yes. But you didn't get eleven <laughs> rounds into the game. Oh God, no. Oh, see, that's I what was I was saying. I played a lot. Second. I got to like the third on normal, and then it kicked my dick in. And on easy, I think I got to about the fourth or the fifth fight, probably fourth fight. They fight with absolute precision in this game. Yeah. The computer will pick you off so easily that I was questioning whether I actually suck at fighting games or the game is just being really cheap. Just super cheap. It's just super cheap. If you fight, uh, it sucks fighting Kazuya because he will just constant. I spent a whole round in the other side trying to block and get close, and he just kept throwing fireballs until I had half-life from blocking. It's not... If anybody had a dragon punch, I was eating that. Yeah, it was. it's not good. But you know what? We've kind of ragged on this game quite a lot. I want to say things I like about this game, which is it tries a lot of new stuff. The destructible environments are really cool. Yeah, it, it's a step up from the like Street Fighter 2, how they had parts of the environment like in the foreground you'd break sometimes, like crates and stuff. But your opening stage, when you first get in there, Feels pretty thin, but once you start bumping against the malls, you notice they're shaking a bit. And uh, usually it's a super uh, that'll knock you through one, but this was one of the earliest games to do that, where you kind of blew open more of the stage if you uh, hammered away at the side long enough. Plus, there were a couple times I knocked holes in the floor and scraped up tile and stuff. You know, it's not super advanced. It's still all, you know, sprite-based and whatnot, but it was nice to see that they added that. It made the game feel like it was more impactful that way. Yeah, it played a lot of Kazuya because he's just the Ryu ripoff. He has a move where he jumps in the air and punches the ground, and he does punch out a square in the ground. Sadly, the square doesn't look very good, obviously, for a punch. It looks like he's got geometric powers. Geometry. But that's just because they use a couple planes in the game. There's a couple flat planes on the ground for where the characters are moving back and forth and one behind them. The scrolling of the screens looks nice. Every stage has three screens. There's your center screen and then the two off to each side where you can break the wall. Those areas can also get powered up with different elements that'll add those elements to your attacks where I mostly got that to work with Kazuya where if there's fire all around you, you'll throw his fireball with extra fire, sort of like Akuma's super fireball or Ryu's depending on what game you're playing. Okay, uh, that makes sense why that was there then. No, actually, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's got all these yeah. elemental uh, 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 areas in the... Uh, uh, it's got all these ways the scenery can interact in the fight, which are really cool. Also, the backgrounds change when you break stuff. I know yeah. on uh, Li Hua's level, there's like... They look like Chinese vampires or zombies. I'm not sure what they are, but they're just in these big, fancy outfits dancing around in the background and stuff. And then when you bl- break everything, they're like slumped over and like, oh, my God. Ah, and everything's yeah, broken. They, they t- yeah, they, I thought they got tired. It was, it was the, I guess it was some sort of performance in the background. And it's just like, you just yeah. wreck everything with your fight, That's man. A- you break it all up. Yeah. It looks awesome. I think the look of the game is good for the time. Really reminiscent Great. of World Heroes. I loved all of the levels. Wish I'd been there longer because they were all pretty nice. Yeah, the fights go really fast. Yeah. Uh, other levels, I really like the boxing ring. Well, again, I liked all of them, but boxing ring sticks out in my mind. Um, I like the Ninja a movie set. That one was okay. That one's pretty neat where it has a night and day cycle too. So during the night, there's no one there, but you can see the track for the camera. And then during the day, there's a cameraman filming you. 
It almost seems like too much in the background sometimes with how many people are back there moving around. And on one level, there's the same guy in a green hat and jacket taking pictures on all three parts of the level. So I don't know if he's supposed to be moving uh, around uh, or... That's uh, not Ryu's level. Um, with With the one with the Buddha in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, one. not reuse. Um, <laughs> the not re not reuse yeah. level. What else? I like the biker thing with um, white hype. I can't remember his name. Seriously, oh, Bart's. Yeah, where one yeah, side's the basketball court. Yeah, I like the so gimp American. in the background in the full leather outfit. <laughs> oh yeah, and the helmet. And when like someone loses, like he's crying. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was beautiful. It is, yeah. The backgrounds are great, but you can't even keep your eye on them because the computer is just going to wreck you. This, oh, I what think, was is- the deal? what was the deal with Marco's stage, like the haunted mansion or whatever? But eventually, if you, like, if you like break the stairs, are those hidden Nazis? Oh, I don't even think I got the. I didn't get to fight him on his stage at all. I got to play as him, where he has a cool fireball move where he rips his head off and rolls it on the ground at you, which is kind of neat. That's the only move I got to work for him. But yeah, because it's a fireball. But yeah, there's these, there's like these soldier-looking guys in green behind the staircases, and I'm like, uh, excuse me, like I mean, it's Germany too. But yeah, it's just like, wait a minute, this is weird. Secret Nazis under the stairs. Well, I mean, you know, they forced people to hide for years. Now it's their turn. Yeah. Oh, what else? Uh, there's one other stage. There. Oh yeah, I said earlier. Um, bogey stage with the got like lights spinning and late. It's got lasers. It's got little lines that represent freaking stage lasers. He's got dancers in the background the entire time. I want to say the dance crazy nineties, but dancing is always a thing, and it's always going to be a thing. Yeah, you can't break out the sides on that one, but uh, I did manage with a power movie. It like blows up all the lights. Nice. I'm not sure what's going on with the power moves and the way like different things explode at times and there's electricity going on. I'm not sure how it does it, but it all looks really cool. There's a lot of explosions. Even when you go to continue, the screen Kool-Aid man's out. And, and I like yeah, that it sh- says re-challenge in the background. Yeah. Shout out to the whole um, numbers bait up of smaller numbers. I love that. Oh, yeah, that was like, neat, too. Countdown. Yeah, the countdown number being I've made up I've seen it done a numbers. few times, but I always, I always uh, moon over that a bit. Yeah, and I like the way your enemy will, you know, like in most fighting games, say something to you about beating you, but then you also get like your like downtrodden quote, like, "Oh no, uh, is, is this really the end?" Uh. Oh. Uh, but that's another downside is the text all goes by way too fast. I, I've seen some video of someone actually beating this game. Uh, they they freak out when they beat it because they spent 33 continues trying to beat oh General. Oh my god. 33 continues on general. I'd be willing to bet I've continued that many times on Testament on Guilty Gear X for Dreamcast okay, probably as well. Yeah. Just bang so, my, but that was on normal because I wanted to see the ending, not on easy, and I'm getting beat by the ninja guy on the fourth round in the game over and over and over and over again. Despite all the good backgrounds, audio-wise, I specifically commented on uh, not reused stage this just sounds like shitty reuse stage this isn't even uh, the moves are derivative enough but the music is just like we just kind of held up a midi keyboard in front of a street fighter machine and this is what happened yeah it's all uh, a ripoff of a ripoff i mean lee hua the chinese character literally I maybe it's a chinese i don't know but she jumps up and down and goes ha 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 and like does a peace sign just like chun li 
just something of a little interesting note. Uh, the guy who was the image illustrator, so I'm guessing he was kind of the guiding guy on the uh, on the character design and stuff like that, actually worked on a couple different animes, which is kind of interesting. I know for you, at least, you may find this interesting. That yeah, that he, shows. It totally shows stylistically. Yeah, yeah he did a lot of shows. He did like Heat Guy J. He worked on X. Uh, Matt that Ross, explain, do you that, remember that Love? The weird proportions. Yeah, he worked, he on, worked on the Escaflone movie. He's worked yeah. on uh, character design for Battle Angel Alita OVA. Nice. Yeah, he's done some cool stuff, and that's why I think we have been driving home how much the look we like of this game. Oh, interestingly enough, too, a character designer for Chrono Cross. That makes total sense. Now that we've reached this point, it's not time to find our center. It's time to break it all down and put this game into a one-sentence review. Here is my one-sentence review for Kaiser Knuckle. Fighting games are not your strong suit, Taito. Yeah, where's Bubble Bobble? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they, that's something we didn't get into, too, I wanted to talk about. So many great games! They got caught up in this fighting game zeitgeist, and were like, we gotta make a fighting game. Well, they have made some of the best games of all time, some of the most influential games ever. Space Invaders, Bubble Bobble, Arkanoid, Darius, Elevator Action, and one of my favorite arcade games, Rastin. And then they decided we needed to make a fighting game, and now and nobody remembers this Bobble. game. Huh? And they didn't put in Bubble Bobble. Yeah, there was no Bubble Bobble influence in here. Or just Bub and Bob stacked on top of each other. Do you, do you have a one-sentence review, Chris? Yeah, my uh, one-sentence review is... There's a lot of games out there with an item called Kaiser Knuckle in them, and they're all better than this. <laughs> yeah, that was actually when I was searching for Kaiser Knuckle. I kept finding, like, Kaiser Knuckle is an item in Symphony of the Night, and, like, Kaiser Knuckle is an knew, item knew, in Final I knew Fantasy VI. Yeah. I don't think we'll be returning to this game, eh, Chris? No, no one else should either. Like, I, I, this is for masochists, yeah. maybe. If you want to see a cool-looking fighting game that maybe had some kind of influence with destructible environments and whatnot, yeah. I'm not watch sure if this is the first screen. one to Just do watch it. watch the attract screen. It's what? Watch the attract screen. Yeah, just watch that. Pro player tip, I'm going to leave you with this, guys. Press start for alternate colors when selecting your character. Whoa! Be sure to check us out at wetalkgames.com. We'll see you. Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us next time. Well, actually, you could see us, by the way. If you're not busy in August, uh, the 12th and 13th, some or maybe all of us or most of us. I don't know if Johnny's going to make it, but uh, we'll be at the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo in Garden City, New York, at the Cradle of Aviation. It's where they put baby planes and helicopters before they're fully grown. Uh, we're, we, I don't know what the hell we're doing. We might be recording. We might be having a table. We might be recording at a table. But, yeah, we'll be there. You can harass us. Stalk us a little. Uh, wonder why his hair is so big, in my case. Go eat a knuckle sandwich.
you got to give it to your papa But I got you got to give it to your doctor Continue. 